Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning, everybody. My name is Layla, and you're listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us this morning, but before we get into the Word, let's take a moment and pray. God, we thank you for today, and we thank you for another opportunity to gather together in your Word, Lord, to learn more about you and your character, God, to be further conformed to the image and likeness of your Son, Jesus Christ, who is the pattern and the firstborn among many brethren. God, we thank you for all that you've done for us, Lord. We thank you for your good plan of salvation that you have placed on us, Lord, and allowed us to take part in, Lord, your everlasting life and your love, God. We thank you for our partners and our listeners, God, that you're blessing them and that you're keeping them, Lord, as the good shepherd. You're tending to your sheep and your flock. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everyone. We are excited to have you with us as we continue our study in the Word and specifically in the book of Acts. We are in chapter 14, and this morning we are going to continue our discussion on verses 1 through 7. So if you have not yet read through that section of Scripture or, you know, it's always good to get refreshed, I strongly encourage you to take a moment and read through that section of Scripture. Just pause the episode and Take the time and opportunity to to cover that and make it easier to follow along in the discussion. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. Now, we are going to open the floor, give each of you the opportunity to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to you, and to ask any questions that you may have. So who'd like to begin? I would. All right, Layla? So yesterday we left off talking about... um, the division between the the city, the multitude that was in the city, there were those that sided with the apostles and those that sided with the Jews, the ones that were causing trouble. And Dad, you mentioned um, the parable of the wheat and tares, and in this case, it was the the hirelings that were like, "Well, do you want us to pull the the, the tares up now?" And the owner of the of the crop said, "No, lest you pick up the wheat with it, so you discard both." and it reminded me of, in the, in considering the, the the spirits of men, why God wouldn't want to pluck up all His righteous ones beforehand. Because then, how else would the um, unbelievers be saved? So we're just going to leave everybody to be condemned to Sheol. Like then nobody's going to make it to heaven at that rate. If God had kept the light, which was Jesus, the only one at that at that time, mm-hmm. in heaven. There would be no point for us to go to earth because then we'd all just end up in the one spot and God can get this show done in 0.3 seconds and that's the end of it. But he didn't want that because he wanted that he wanted all to be saved. He wished that none should perish, but all would have life and life abundantly. And in that, because Jesus can't be on the earth right now because that time has already passed he has placed the calling on us to do it so we're supposed to bring the light and if we're busy busy cowering and hiding we're not going to bring the light and then as dad you mentioned about the watchman in, in ezekiel he said if you don't bring this message 
I will require their blood on you. You will have to pay for it. Now, if you do bring the message and the wicked one decides that he wants to continue in his way, then you've delivered your soul. You've saved your life. But we can't we can't choose and do only one part and discard the other. Hmm. So that's very good. There's a lot there. Yes. There's a, a couple things that we got to understand, right? One, we are here to make a choice, mm-hmm. right? For Christ I live, or as Jesus phrased it, right? Um, talking about his heavenly father, right? He said, but yes. no, and he was speaking to the Pharisees, Sadducees, and scribes. He made it very plain. He's like, uh, said something effect of, if you knew Abraham, then you would know me because Abraham spoke of me. But then he says, but no, you are of your father, the devil. So we are, and we are here to make a choice. This is a choosing ground. What will you choose? Will you choose God to be your God or will you serve the devil? And including that is serving yourself. It's still not serving God, Right. Yes. God has to be our God and we have to be his people. That That's the choice the Lord is looking for. And hopes, wills, desires that we would make. He also gave us free will to make that choice. Right. So that, that's the first thing. And then God being our God and, and wanting to give everyone opportunity. And I'll say for many, they get repeated opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. To make that choice to, to come in. Now, don't, uh, I'll say, expend all your grace, right? Yes. To be wary of that. And uh, as it was said, we were talking about it in Matthew 23, right? Yes. About provoking the Lord, right? So, yes. So let's not do that because he, he talks about that with the, the children of Israel in the wilderness as well. Right, how they provoke the Lord. So let's not do that, but understand in his plan is also if we are if he's our God and we're his people, then he can ask us to do things. It's already written into the plan and the destiny track that he has for us in our lives, each of us, each one. But ultimately for each person to make their choice on what they're going to do. Right? So uh, Romans chapter 10, verse 14 and 15 says this, right? It says, How then shall they call on him whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel of peace who bring glad tidings of good things. But all have not obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And then he continues, right? It literally goes to to the end of chapter 10. But we see in there, it's not just a, it, it is making a choice. And after we make that choice, it's, all, there are additional choices we have to choose daily and moment by moment. But after we make a, 
a final choice, if you will, that we live for Christ, that God is our God and we're his people, right? We are, I am his servant, or Paul says it this way in many of the letters or epistles that he writes, that he is a bondservant of the Lord, right? Yes. Okay. So if I am a bondservant of the Lord, I've already made my choice. Every other choice and decision can be boiled down to the simplest thing. Is it serving the Lord or am I serving anything else? Myself or is it the devil, right? Okay, because if it's not for the Lord, then automatically, by ultimately, default. by default, that means the, the devil is that person's father, right? Yes. Jesus made it very, very plain, very simple. Took the guesswork out of it. But there's the other aspect of, uh, of this, right? If we're serving the Lord, every other choice and decision is now easy and simple because I've already made my final choice. For Christ I live. So every decision after that isn't this huge, weighty, difficult thing. Mm -hmm. It only reinforces what you said the final decision was for you in your life. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. And if you said the Lord was your was your final choice, that was it. Then everything else should, well, as LaCharles said the other day, corroborate that. It should back it up. It should support it, right? That choice yes. and that decision. And if it doesn't, well, then that clearly wasn't your final choice. That was lip service in the moment. And the actual choice is revealed, right? Yes. And that's exactly what they're getting at, right? But in that, the Lord is also saying, hey, I'm sending, and we talk, and we've talked about this actually, um, quite a, a bit here, I'll say, in these past few episodes about examining ourselves, but also not resisting and rejecting, willfully resisting and rejecting the Lord, but receiving his word to us through his servants that he is sending. That's exactly what it talks about here. How will they preach unless they are sent, right? How will they know without yes. a preacher? But how will they preach when, unless they are sent? Going right back to Paul didn't go anywhere. He didn't do anything unless the Lord was leading him to go, right? He, his, the structure, the pattern that he had for his life was to seek the Lord for everything, just like Jesus. Do I go there? What do, what do I say? When do I go? Right? How do I say it? How do yes. I? Okay. That's how we should carry and conduct ourselves in the Lord as well. Because it goes going back to the final choice. If is the Lord if, is our God and we're his people and he's our final choice. Yes, everything, every decision after that reinforces that decision, but it reinforces it because we want him to be glorified. And if we want him to be glorified, then we should also let whatever that choice and decision is pass by before him and say, Lord, what do I say in this situation? What do I do in this situation? Yes. How do I say it or do it? Mm-hmm. How, how will you send me? Where will you send me? Right? Yes. yes. So that the Lord is glorified, not ourselves, not anyone or anything else, only the Lord. 
That's exactly what Jesus said for his own life. And in so doing, then the results are up to the Lord. The fruit, the outcome is up to the Lord. It doesn't fall on me. But I have to be obedient to what he's asking me to do, right? Yes. Because if, if I'm not, right, what's the scripture say? He that knows what to do. And does not do it to him, it is sin. Okay. James 4, 17. So, okay. So, so we already know, ultimately, we already know what to do, what the choice is, what, uh, uh, yeah, what the choice is that the Lord is looking for. Knowing that, will we do it? And that's obedience. But that comes as a result of our love towards the Lord and our Heavenly Father. Yes. So, no, he, he doesn't separate us early so that everyone has a chance. Some There are multiple for many because he wills that no one should perish. But even someone that chooses their entire life to be in opposition to the Lord still experiences love and his grace. And just when it comes down to judgment, they experience that love in a different way. Because then he'll say, okay, I've reached out to you countless times. And you've still chosen to be in opposition to me. So he's saying, the depart from me, right, you workers of iniquity, yes. is, is the last extension of love. Because he's saying, I'm not going to continue to pursue you. I will let you go on your path and on your way that you have set out to go on. I won't bother you. I won't interrupt anymore. And, and that is a, a hard, and just, in, and just thinking about that in the natural. He loves people that much that he will let them, I'll say, experience their decisions, even if it means separation from him. He will let them have their choice. So choose Christ. All right? Well, yes. We should be encouraged. We have the Lord who already, already made the way. Salvation is there at the door. Open, open your heart. Open the door and let it in. Let the Lord in. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Go to him and continue to walk in, in love and in obedience to him. Let him guide your path. He's the one that leads us on paths of righteousness. Yes. Right, for his namesake, not for ours, for himself. That's his desire. You can come in alignment with his desire. And, and I, I'll say I pray that you do. That his desire becomes your desire, your delight, your driving force, just like with Jesus. Amen? Amen. Anyone else have anything they want to share real quick? Um, well, I do. All right, LaCharles. And the one thing that I would like to share was that as we look at, the, at verse 3, it also demonstrates that, that the apostles, Paul and Barnabas, were 
willing to continue the work of the Lord. They weren't just looking for instant success or instant results, but they're willing to hold out and continue to do as long as the Lord wanted to. And we see that they were able to continue doing it. It wasn't a gradually becoming weaker and weaker, but they maintained their steadfast stance throughout the whole time that they were there. Okay. What else? There there are more there? Oh, about how they were continuing to be there? Yes. Um, Also, it demonstrated that we, if we look back in verse 13, it demonstrates that this wasn't a, just a one-time ordeal. Or even what Jesus said about shaking the dust off their feet against them. Jesus wasn't saying that once a person speaks rudely to you or does not heed you, you instantly go out the city and start shaking dust at them. No, but they were to persevere and to hold on until the Lord said, okay, now is enough. Mm. So that goes back to, to what we were talking about, letting the Lord choose, right? Yes. And by letting the Lord command or instruct or lead us through his Holy Spirit, right? Holy Spirit yes. takes directly from the Father and discloses it to us, okay? Yes. yes. So, he knows when people have made their decision, right? Or if they're just resisting in the moment. He gives grace, and we should give that grace, okay? We should bear yes. with, right? Is that not a fruit of the Spirit? Yes. Long-suffering or patience? Yes. Yes. We shouldn't be the ones that choose to cut people out of our lives or that ask the Lord to judge them. Right? That The Lord's got that under control all on his own. Yes. Because right? if yes. we ask that for someone else, then wait. By the manner with which you judge, you shall be judged. Oh, yeah. Okay. Understand that. So my job, my role, is to show them the love of God, regardless of what they do or how they respond or react to me. All right? Yes. yes. Say what the Lord says to say, do what he says to do. He knows what's required and needed in the situation. We read about that earlier, right? Where even yes. Simon, hey, he got struck with blindness. And, and you see that other places in Scripture. Because they were in opposition. Okay. Yes. yes. So, but that wasn't, they just decided to do that. That was the Lord saying, hey, this is what's required in this moment. Ultimately, to give the opportunity for them to, to come back, to repent. Right? Yes. So, in the same way, we shouldn't be doing anything of our own, mm. our own power, our own strength. Right? Yes. Yes. Uh, and that, wasn't that the word to Zerubbabel? Not by might, not by power, but... By, by my, my spirit, spirit okay. Says the Lord. Okay. Leading us and guiding us in all truth, wisdom, and knowledge in all things. Not, oh, well, they said something mean to me or did whatever, right? No, what did Jesus say? Bless those that curse you. Pray for those that persecute you. And, and what's that, sir? Also spitefully use you. And spitefully use you. Okay. So wait, isn't that covered in here? Yes. yes. Okay. The Lord will always make it plain to us what we should do. We, for our part, have to take the time to listen to him clearly and accurately hear him 
and immediately do what he says to do when he says to do it or say it, yes. right? Yes. Okay. So let's not forget that. Let's understand it and apply it to every area and aspect of our lives. Amen? Amen. All right. Well, let's pause there for today. And with that, can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. All right. Promise? Lord, just thank you for today. Just thank you for being God, Lord, and just giving us an opportunity to come to you, Lord. And, Lord, I also just thank you for just giving us um, someone to preach to us, Lord, so that we're able to understand, Lord. And, Lord, I also just thank you for leading us in all, all the right paths, Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. And amen. Well, we love you, God bless you, and have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.